Welcome to New Realities, I'm Alan Steinfeld, and this program is about our evolution, the evolution of our consciousness, but that includes the phenomena called UFOs, UAPs, um, anomalous, anomalous situations we find on the earth. The anomaly is the key to our evolution, so I'm here today with someone who's studying the lights of Herr Stalin for 40 years, almost. Erlen Strand from Norway, and her Stalin is a place, it's a valley, I guess, to the um, northeast of Norway, right? Yeah, close, in the middle part of Norway. And, and the phenomenon is that these strange lights come out of the mountains, right? Can well, you describe that's it? Well, one of the happenings. Uh -huh. We have also a lot of other happenings. Like uh, what? Like uh, just coming out from nowhere. Just appearing. Appearing and disappearing mm -hmm. suddenly. Uh, they can just come from some place mm -hmm. and move around in the valley, mm -hmm. sometimes going close to the uh, ground, mm -hmm. so the ground is illuminated. It can be standing still for minutes, move around, mm -hmm. turn the spotlight, on down to the ground, also up. So, so are these solid lights, or are they more, um, you know, plasma? Or um, we have all different kind of behavior, mm -hmm. uh, how they are shaped, how they're moving, everything. So that's one of the difficulties when we're trying to look for a mm -hmm. natural solution. Mm -hmm or geophysical solution yeah. is that quite the differences. Mm -hmm. Some uh, observation may indicate in one direction, mm -hmm. some other in a completely different mm -hmm. uh, direction. So you could say it, they cannot be the same origin. Uh -huh, right. But uh, why does all of this happen in a small Norwegian valley, 15, uh, kilometers, uh, 10 miles long. That's the parameter of the Hastalin Valley. It, it just happens there, no place else. Well, uh, they exist, it happened also around that valley, ah. but uh, it seems that the highest intensity is in the valley. And of course it happens in the Marfa Lights, there's a place at Mount Hood, I think, in um, Washington State. So the, the same phenomena happens, and of course you've studied that, right, in other places. Yes, I've been to uh, uh, several and places is it in the, the same? States. Is it the yes, it is the same, the same phenomena. Yeah. So is there some geomagnetic um, phenomena in the land itself? Well, that's uh, one of the questions. Why does it happen in yes. that small valley? What yeah. is what what's what's the reason? Yes. So we have involved some geophysicists mm -hmm. to map what's uh, the geophysical properties, the magnetical, the electrical mm -hmm. in the ground. Mm -hmm. Is there something unusual? 
And what did you find? Well, we have found that, uh, that well, the geophysicist mm -hmm. said that uh, there are some strange thing. Well, strange in the way that uh, some unusual, unusual. But uh, from that point to the explanation of the mm -hmm. the light phenomena, it's mm -hmm. a far way. We don't know if this specific geophysical properties has anything to do with the. But the geophysical properties are unusual for that yes. piece of land. Yes. So we have to make the association yes, we that have to. Yeah. there's something going on. But before the interview started, I asked you, is there an intelligence you think behind it, or maybe it's a natural phenomenon? What's your expert opinion? Well, we have uh, sightings or we have uh, descriptions which could indicate some kind of intelligent. Mm -hmm. And we have also a lot of other which could maybe be some kind of unknowns yet. Unknown natural. natural. But what's the evidence for an intelligence behind it? Oh, well, we haven't, I will not say we have an evidence, oh, okay. but uh, we have uh, some, I could put it, indication which, uh, for instance, when we, we point a laser beam towards it mm. and it responds. Ah. And uh, when we the laser testing, um, it changed the frequency, of, so it absolutely when we touched took the laser towards it, mm -hmm. and one week later, the laser we used or the color, red color on the laser, mm. was moving around our feet. On the ground from one of the lights the same where we couldn't see it come where it was coming from you but were standing there and standing suddenly there. on the ground there was a red laser light around you as, as if well we pointed to you ah, ah we were pointing to you too wow <laughs> well um, i cannot say it's a proof of intelligence mm. but there's uh, Interesting story. But have you had, um, let's say, remote viewers or psychics there, maybe doing some kind of telepathic communication with these objects? Yes, and we have. Uh, I haven't done it myself, mm -hmm. but uh, I know people have done it. And, and there's, they got messages and so on. So there has of, been telepathic. What kind of messages? Well, I, I will not uh, Tell uh, directly because I think the person itself is some kind of mm -hmm. more uh, private uh, yeah, thing. So I what was the nature of the message, though? Yeah. Well, there was some message for that person. Mm. Oh, for that person in yeah. particular, oh. uh, which had the observation, and that happened when uh, it was a daylight, mm -hmm. and uh, out in the suddenly, mm -hmm. out of the in the sky, mm -hmm. suddenly something showed up and it become bigger and bigger and then you see the whole object mm. standing still suddenly in daylight in daylight and this uh, person communicated well this uh, communicated and got that person got the impression that it was coming from this object was it a ufo type object yeah. and, yes. and um were there photographs taken of this no no why not <laughs> <laughs> this was back in early uh, 1980. Uh, <laughs> you don't have all the mobiles with you. Yeah. It didn't exist at that time. Right. So what 
got you started? Did you just stumble on the valley? Were you interested in phenomena before this? Well, the reason why I involved mm -hmm. myself yeah. was that uh, uh, it was written about in newspaper, uh -huh. uh, and uh, it happened so much. Uh, so people went up to the valley, many groups of mm -hmm. people went up to mm -hmm. see it for themselves, mm -hmm. and many did see it for themselves, mm -hmm. and I and some friends decided, well, let us go up and mm -hmm. have a look, right. and uh, we did, and we, we split ourselves, the group, in the different uh, mountains and mm -hmm. communicated by walkie-talkie, and then it showed up. Mm -hmm. It showed up for you. Light. For you, for me, and some other uh -huh. in the group, you managed to take some pictures. Too. Was that shocking for you? Because you're well, a computer <laughs> scientist, you know, and then suddenly. Well, uh, not directly shocking, but what did surprise me mm -hmm. was how strong and the behavior. Mm. Uh, I've heard about it in uh, read about it in the newspaper and I thought maybe it's a small light uh -huh. uh, which can find a solution mm. we can find a solution right but this was a huge strong light wow and one that was moving around stopping and then I see the spotlight down <laughs> and up uh, up to and it uh, moved around again, continued for one and a half hour, and then it was gone. Wow. And I was, at that time, I was uh, working as a researcher in Oslo. Mm -hmm. And as a researcher, I wanted to find out what was that. <laughs> right. It was much strong. And how strong? Uh -huh. It must be a lot of energy in it. Yeah. Where does that energy come from? Is it uh, natural or, or is it? So I started to search for an answer. That was a life-changing moment, huh? Yes, it was. And I didn't find it. <laughs> but I found that you shouldn't in, involve in such business. Wait, who said that? Well, <laughs> my research fellows. Uh, I was working as a researcher. In, at in, that time. in what field were you researching? In, in, uh, in uh, electrical com computer. Electrical computers, and then. But uh, yes, man. Uh, at that time, everyone talked about UFO. You know? Oh, they did. Yeah. And at, in the beginning of the eighties, yeah. if you involve yourself with UFO, you may be crazy. Yeah. It may destroy your research mm -hmm. uh, in this career. Yes. <laughs> so they say, warn me. Don't mm -hmm. involve because uh, you research but, career will. Be but this strong. is not something someone's imagining or thought they saw. This is, this is a phenomenon that you saw and it's been documented. It's not like, you know, people saying, "Oh, I had this experience." This is a, you know, honest, real thing that you can prove exists. Yes, and I knew it existed. Yeah. Because I've seen it myself. Yes. So clearly. <laughs> so it was obviously for me that it was something. Yeah, and what, who knows? Maybe it's not UFOs. Maybe it's, but you. Yeah, but when we started to study this, and we brought some instruments up in the field, uh -huh. and I had this uh, project test on V work, mm -hmm. etc. We got a lot of uh, scientific data, mm -hmm. uh, and um, it's one of the 
strange thing. I said, well, people say that, well, you have studied so long. Yeah. You must come to a solution. That's what I was going to ask, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh-huh. But the more you study, mm-hmm. the more strange it becomes. Really? That's what Linda says about UFOs. The more you study, the stranger it is. Yes, that's right. <laughs> that's right. But there must be, you know, you've been there for 40 years in this little valley. And is there any conclusions that you've made about the phenomenon? Anything you've said, oh, it's this. I mean, what do you think? Well, you, Personal opinion. It's uh, in the beginning we yeah. tried to. F- we thought we maybe could find a natural solution. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we discussed this with scientists uh, on different uh, topics, physicists yeah. around the world, and some claim that uh, the solution of this phenomena must lead to new concepts in science. Yes. That was a strong statement from a high-level physicist yeah. professor, and uh, and maybe it need to do that because mm-hmm. if based on our knowledge or ordinary knowledge, uh, some observation mm-hmm. may point in one direction, mm-hmm. and other observation point in a completely different mm-hmm. direction. So you cannot come up with a natural uh, explanation on mm. that thing because if you do that or try to do that, the other thing mm-hmm. is not the case. Could, could it be an interdimensional doorway where things are coming through from somewhere else? Is that something? Well, everything can be possible. Uh, I can put it like that, uh, uh, especially when we have all the different uh, observation types, mm-hmm. all the different uh, shapes, all the different uh, sightings, description. Mm-hmm. But one, one um, possible evidence of a portal or doorway is that the consciousness changes when you're in a location. Do you find that happens? Is something shifted in the thinking when you're in that valley? Uh, not uh, directly for me, uh-huh. uh, but uh, <laughs> I must, I have a <laughs> A car with a lot of uh, electronics, right. automatics. Yes. When that car come into that yeah. valley, it behaves strangely. Uh-huh. But I still dare to use my car <laughs> up there. <laughs> but do people have strange feelings there? You know, if you like skinwalker ranch, it feels strange. Does it feel strange, or maybe yes. it, we have we have uh, several stories of uh-huh. uh, that then. And we have also several stories of technical things. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have, for instance, uh, people have uh, used um, uh, these uh, <laughs> these drones yes. around, and they we have, have stories which uh, the drones are poof, they just zapped out of energy. Uh, and um, that's one thing. And we have also. Uh, strange things with cars, mm-hmm. for instance, the, the locking of the door on off on off uh-huh. on off, uh, etc. So, so we have some technical mm-hmm. strange things too. Mm-hmm. But have there ever been any beings, human-like, appear there? Yes. Oh, really? 
What, what you not say? so long ago since I heard the first story. Uh -huh. uh, that was a couple of years ago when uh, in the middle of the night uh -huh. a fellow described, he made a drawing of it, uh, long arms, uh, mm. shapes uh, and so on. It was uh, dark, but he, he saw that these beings mm -hmm. uh, come up on the from the from the ground or from from the uh, further down yeah. and was crossing not so far from the crossing ah. the road not so far from this where this person was standing. Yeah. Uh, that similar uh, happening mm -hmm. was also seen by another uh -huh. man uh, another day. Mm -hmm. um, which had quite the same similar description. Uh, so is you've been there 40 years, has the phenomena changed or remained consistent? Mm, well, I got the impression that something has changed uh -huh. in the way that uh, new type of sightings, uh, not only uh, the standard <laughs> Uh, object types and uh, and uh, lights in with different shapes and different behavior in the night, but you have also seen in the daytime uh, lights form, not only light. You have also shapes uh, with uh, shape with uh, more like uh, an object type mm -hmm. black thing, uh, and uh, but the light uh, sightings uh -huh. can have all different shapes mm -hmm. um, and normally uh, that has been uh, seen only on, on, on the cameras uh -huh. uh, when they when many people are going up there to right. have uh, pictures of the beautiful nature up there right and when they look at the pictures afterwards and they see on uh, some pictures it show up but now you're seeing it Without the cameras? Instead. Yeah, I've seen it myself, yeah. so I know it exists in the daytime. Ah. So and that's new? And the that's daytime new. lights are new? The daytime lights with these uh, strange shapes. Like what kind of shape? Well, it's difficult to explain. For instance, well, one I can say is look like a cube, uh -huh. a rectangular cube. Uh -huh. uh, uh, and the strange thing with that, uh, on that uh, picture, um, the sun is coming from one direction. Yes. It was sunshine, bright, yes. nice light. Mm -hmm. On the picture, you see this uh, cube. Yeah. And uh, but the black part of it, the black is, part of the cube, yeah. is towards the sun. Yes. You should expect that uh, the sun would eliminate it, so yeah, it would be the brightest part, Yeah, but it's the darkest part. Uh, is there a photograph of that? Yeah. Uh, that is strange. Wow. It's on my website. Ah, and your website is? www.hesdalen.org And you spell Hesdalen? With two S. H? E. S S D A L E N. And so why don't you talk about specifically uh, describe it geographically? Because people who don't know Norway, they're not going to have that night. Yeah, this tell year. us where in Norway. So you go, you fly into Oslo, and then how far from Oslo? In what direction? Uh, 
It's towards north, uh -huh. uh, about uh, 400 kilometers uh -huh. from Warsaw. And can you fly there? Or can it's you? possible to fly to a small town which are called Røros. Okay. Uh, it's only one plane a day though, it's uh -huh. not so, but it's possible to fly there. Okay. And from Røros, it's about 40 kilometers. I'm coming. To, see, to visit you. Are you there most of the time in the summer? Uh, no, <laughs> it's <laughs> far away from my, where I'm uh, living. Uh -huh. But you have a good team up there, visithestown.org. Uh -huh. So if anyone wants to go up there, you can contact them. Visitors Hestalen. Visit Hestalen in one word. Okay. Dot N-O. Mm -hmm. And uh, there you can make appointments. Uh, they can find a place for you to sleep and right. uh, tours and everything. What do the people living in the area, the Norwegians, think of that place? Well, I think it's uh, accepted as a real phenomenon now. Right. And since we started the project, that has been one of the main goals to have it accepted as a real phenomenon. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, because in the beginning I was talking with scientists and I found out that several of the scientists were really interested. Mm -hmm. But at that time, in the beginning of the 80s, right. they didn't dare to say that officially. Mm -hmm. But if it could be possible to make clear that there is a real phenomena yeah. going on well, and um, don't put so much mystery in it. Yeah, well it's a real phenomena but you know the mystery is that maybe science doesn't have all the answers. Yes. And, the, you know, we, need, and we need to understand differently what physics and science and geophenomena or but what's your personal opinion? Like you've been there 40 years looking at this. If you want to share what you believe is really going on there. Beyond the science and just your personal feeling. Well, <clears throat> how should I put this? Short. <laughs> Shot? Short. 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 Uh, it can be a long story. But well, uh, I think the world itself, if you look at the physical parameters, yeah. which we see, we hear, mm -hmm. everything like that. That's maybe only a fraction of our world. Mm -hmm. And uh, maybe most we don't see, hear, or maybe feeling a little bit. Mm. But uh, I think our world is much more, uh, much more yeah. than we see. Yeah, that's your, f yeah, I agree with you. This is what we're hoping to discover at, at places like this, this UFO Congress, and as we study this more. And what's yeah. interesting, I think, yeah. that when people are more accepting this as a real phenomenon, mm -hmm. they see more because uh, they don't have this uh, shutting of well, that's impossible. That, that's impossible. Yeah, we do, we didn't see it, yeah. you know. But when it's accepted to see it, mm -hmm. then the dare to say we saw it. Yeah, and then it becomes much more of it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's beautiful. Thank you for your work. Did you have a question, James? You were oh, Linda. Oh, Linda. Is it okay to? Ask yes, of course. Uh, 
Carolyn, <clears throat> I wondered if you could explain what the geophysicists saw in terms of the pattern of what they studied. And did anybody think uh, that they could apply deep ground penetrating radar to see if there actually is a base underneath that granite? Uh, that's you can answer this here. The uh, geophysicists, which were brought up there, yes. to find out what's happening or what's specific with the Hestown Valley, mm. they found uh, strong magnetical uh, places where the magnetic field is much stronger. Mm -hmm. They have found patterns in the ground with high conductivity electrical conductivity mm -hmm. so uh, if you can imagine there is a cable <laughs> buried down, but it's in a rock mm. uh, and uh, they also found that um, this electrical or conductivity yeah. good conductivity is a ring around Hestal itself in circles the valley yes uh -huh. that's right so, but, um, well, that could be some theory which bring on, yeah. on that, but... Uh, and you said, is there something, what was the rest of that? Yeah, in the general UFO world now, at this point, because there's been tremendous testimony about this, that on our planet we're like a hotel, and that there are extraterrestrials that are based inside of mountains, underneath deserts, and underneath the basins of the oceans and the seas, and so Hesdalen, at this point, from being there and remembering, it, it, it could be one of those places where there literally is an underground base inside the granite that's above the tree line. If there is an underground base to where the uh, mm -hmm. UFOs yeah. take place, we don't know. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe some, some people can have a feeling that there is something there. Uh, we have other things, this humming sound. Oh, you but hear we a can sound too. Some. Ah. But uh, <clears throat> we, don't, we cannot prove, based on our measurement directly, mm -hmm. that there is any, any ground base. We can't prove it because we're not sophisticated enough to I feel, understand the phenomena. We don't have the equipment, we don't have the laws of physics to apply to phenomena that's beyond our comprehension. But I liked what you said before, that there's so much more to reality than we know. And if there's more to reality, there's more to us as human beings, right? Yes. Did you find that for yourself? Well. Uh all the years I've been studying this, uh -huh. I haven't learned only the phenomena itself. Uh -huh. I learned more of myself. Uh, in what way? Well, you have to, you got signals, you uh, got uh, happenings with me, which, oh, what's that? Uh, is that, yeah, and, um, and the world view of how everything is existing, uh -huh. that starting to be a little bit more clear. Uh -huh. So I would tell people to study that. Would you say you had like a spiritual opening because of this? Yes. You would. And maybe that's what it was all for. 
<laughs> Thank you so much, Erlen, for all your work. Imagine 40 years studying this phenomena, and it is one of the major places on the planet that is showing us there's new possibilities that we don't have all the answers and scientists have to look in this it has to be a scientific study and you've been doing a great job because i've seen documentaries about you and the, and the work and you know and did you ever know about that norwegian spiral that happened in about in the 90s was what what, what was that that's another topic. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that, I will, that will be much speculation. Yeah. But, uh, but it wasn't a Russian missile. Well, I tried to calculate a little bit. Yes. If, if it was a Russian missile. Yeah. And yeah. if you measure the diameter on the spiral, mm -hmm. it's so huge that it, that's a mystery itself. Well, Norway is one of my favorite countries, and um, I'm going to be going there. Come to Norway. Thank you so much, Alan Steinfeld with Erlen Strand. And uh, the website is, um, visit, well, your website. www.hesdalen.org. Yeah. Great. Thanks for your time here at the UFO Congress in Barcelona.